0: You're listening to the Just Giants podcast with Grump and the Cranky Fan.
1: Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud today. For the it
0: is and Welcome back to Just Giants with Grump and the Cranky Fan, the best damn podcast for the best damn football team. I'm your host, the Football Grump. With me, as always, is Mike, the Cranky Fan. Be sure to download us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow the show on Twitter at, at JustGiantsPod. You can follow me at, at @football_grump. underscore grump. You can follow the Cranky Fan at, at the Cranky Fan. What's going on, Mike?
1: Ho, ho, ho! It is almost Christmas Eve. We have a couple of days left. and the, the rebuild of this team for the long term begins in earnest. Not a moment too soon.
0: This is definitely my kind of Christmas then. It's finally getting warm out.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. I feel like
0: we've been talking about snow since October.
1: I know. We've been talking about snow as long as the Giants have been out of the playoff. Hunt. Yeah.
0: Which actually was close. to September. Seems like September. a very
1: long time. <laughs>
0: All right. So this is our final podcast before the draft. I'll be uploading just a couple of quick hit videos during the draft as the picks happen. Um That will be on my Twitter, as I said, at football underscore grump. You can get my immediate reaction to everything. But this is our final one right before the draft, so we're going to kind of cover a whole bunch of stuff um, because we still don't know what the Giants are going to do. There really is no indication in which direction they're going to go.
1: Yeah, we're not even sure what we would do. and I think that's what we're going to kind of work through together today is kind of what do we think the Giants are going to do and what would we do once they fire Man and then hire us, to meet the new
0: GMs of the Giants. Good, GMs are dropping like flies over here. So yeah, <laughs> but first, uh, just some quick headlines. Uh, Brandon Marshall finally cut. You know, I had thought that he had made it through the worst of it and he was going to stay on, but he is now gone. And um, you know, I, I know nobody really cares about this, but Darius Powell was cut today also. Um, the only thing that I think those two things have in common is that Brandon Marshall and Darius Powell are both over 6'2". I think uh, Marshall six 6'3", and Darius Powell six 6'4". All the tall receivers are now off the roster, which might help change the draft picture a little bit.
1: It could. Um, I'm curious if they went to Brandon Marshall and asked for a pay cut or something, and he said no, and that was the end of it. Um, you know, well, no, re- really reportedly,
0: no- he said that he would take a pay cut. I don't know how true that is or, you know, whatever, but he was already on the cheap.
1: He was already kind of on the cheap. You know, some, it, this may not be a big deal at all, but I know that when Des Bryant was going on his, you know, little speaking tour after getting cut, hmm. you know, he was the first one to say nah, no thanks, you yeah. know, for the Giants. And for someone who's on kind of thin ice, that might have rubbed somebody up in management a little bit the wrong way and, you know. They're looking. They're looking to change the culture of this team immediately, and that may not be the type of signals you want to get out there to have a culture change.
0: It certainly could be, yeah.
1: Because as much as we don't like Des Bryant, and much as we personally don't think he's worth it, this team needs to look at you know every stone unturned for looking for value. Sure. And if you can, if you can get a Des Bryant value, maybe take a flyer on him. And if that, you know, he's looking at self-preservation, that that could basically be his job. So that might have played a little bit into it, but you know, at the end of the day, there's an older guy who was hurt and missed most of last year, and they just don't want to spend money on a guy who's kind of really, at best, your third option, probably fourth option in the, in the running in the passing game.
0: Yeah, well, let's be serious. Des Bryant is not going to come cheaper than Brandon Marshall was. Period.
1: Well, I don't, yeah, I don't think they're going to go after Des Bryant either. I don't, <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm for just – I just
0: want to throw that out there. Just yeah, yeah. take it off your mind. It's not happening.
1: Yeah, yeah, they may kick the tires, but it's not really going to happen. I, I think, like I said, I think just the attitude that was presented, like, "No, nah, we don't need you." Yeah, you know, might have been something that you know didn't tip it a whole lot, but I think might have been you know kind of telling about what type of people are trying to get onto this team.
0: Uh, in other news, the Giants traded a conditional seventh round pick next year for Broncos punter Riley Dixon, um, decent middle of the road punter, nothing special. Um, this was surprisingly, you know, I thought this was like, not like a win-win, but just, you know, a trade for exact value. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think there was anything special one way or another towards the Broncos, towards the Giants, but I ran into a bunch of people who thought this was stupid and a waste of a draft pick. It's conditional. If he loses out the camp battle to Austin Recco, then... You don't even lose the draft pick. You you don't really and and yeah. What's the difference between drafting a punter with your seventh round pick or trading for one?
1: It, it, yeah,
0: I don't understand what the problem is.
1: You know, and, and if he becomes a Pro Bowl punter this year, and the, and the draft pick becomes like a fifth round pick, well, maybe it was worth it. So well, based on yeah. what
0: we were doing with it punting last year, anything is really an improvement, right?
1: Yeah, I agree. I I yeah, I wouldn't get all crazy about. Uh, I
0: mean, Brad Wing was not Matt Dodge, but he was not much better. Right, exactly. All right. So as we get into the draft talk here, um I guess the biggest thing is are the Giants going to take a quarterback to succeed Eli Manning after his last 2 years or shorter or perhaps longer or over? Um and how does Davis Webb fix into this picture?
1: Well, I guess the question is a well, there's a few pictures we can paint right now. One, I feel personally, the commitment to Eli Manning is for the last two years of his contract. I would agree. I think, you. I think it was either they were going to cut bait with him right now, and you know they're going to draft a quarterback, and they're going to go into full rebuild mode, or they are going to say we're going to ride with it. We think there's enough left in the tank for him for the next two years. That that's the plan. And even if we decide to draft a quarterback. We are going to bring him along very slowly and wait till Eli's contract is up, and then, you know, we part ways from there. I, don't, I think it's irrelevant what happens with the Giants, you know, this year what they do with Eli. I, I think he's in for the next two years. So we could be one in fifteen, or we could be fifteen and one. I think he will be the quarterback for 2018 and 2019. I my gut feeling about Eli is he's going to retire after he's done with the Giants. I believe so too. Yeah. I, and and I, I and I think that happens after well. Let me put a caveat to that. If there is no succession plan in place, they may bring him back for a one-year deal reduced rate and just keep him – keep stopgapping it until he's no longer viable. So he's no longer like the 15th best quarterback. He's the 29th best quarterback. Right, and then – There's a long way to go for that.
0: That's the year where he plays something like eight games and then he – or heaven forbid he has a Derek Jeter year. Good God.
1: Yeah, he just can't you know, can't make the throws anymore, and it's just he's done. Yeah. You know, it's the quarterbacks. Again, it depends. It, you know, every quarterback is different. Some guys. I mean, Tom Brady can come back next year and be atrocious. You know, it's it, it you run out of gas pretty quickly as a quarterback.
0: Well, then that all factors into Davis Webb. So why don't you tell me what you think about Davis Webb versus this year's incoming quarterbacks?
1: Well, I think Davis Webb has two strikes against him because. This is not an organization. You know, the leadership, you know, management, coaching staff is anything invested in Davis Webb. True, they didn't pick him. They really don't know anything about him. They keep, you know, they're having a special little look-see with him this like next couple of days, aren't they? Just to see, yes, you know, to but get some tape for him.
0: there is, there is a caveat to that. So what they're having the workout for is because nobody saw anything of Davis Webb last year because he didn't play at all. So they want to mm-hmm. know how he's progressed. However. Dave Gettleman was interested in drafting him last year and brought him in for a private workout before the draft last year. So he's not completely unfamiliar with his shortcomings, his strengths, anything like that. What they, I mean, you have to remember where Davis Webb came from in the that air raid offense, he did not take snaps under center. Right. So he was right. working on that even before the draft happened, showing that he could do that. And in my opinion, I, I don't have I don't think he's gonna have a problem with that. I think that's just something that takes time to get used to. It's not something that's you know, one of those fatal flaws that you just can't
1: fix, right? Right. So,
0: but like so things my, like that, they want to see how he's progressed for the
1: the last year because nobody knows. I guess my question would be, and I bring I pose this to you, Mr. Grump. <laughs> Mr. If <laughs> if Davis Webb is coming out this year, mm-hmm. one year or you know later than he did, where would he be on the draft board with okay. the you know the five the five slash six quarterbacks that are you know, everybody's talking about right now. So
0: are, are you saying where, if you were, where would he fall on that? If his college tape were coming out this year, or if after a year in the system, he's coming not out,
1: it's, it's, but, it's, but it's not the current system anymore. It's a different system. Well,
0: you know what I mean? A year in the NFL behind Eli Manning, et cetera.
1: Um, let's go with college tape because I, I don't know how much really he can, you know, going through a camp and all that stuff is nice and all, but really. Okay yeah so let, let let let's let's start let's make it simple and let's talk about you know his college tape his size all of this stuff it fit for what this system would be where would he fall with these guys and you I'm asking you because you've obviously done more of the tape analysis than I have
0: so I'm going to kind of just go through the quarterbacks that are in the top five so I would say my top two and they're really close for different reasons are josh rosen and sam darnold Sam darnold is the more rounded prospect he's got more escapability from the pocket keeps his eyes downfield very much like tony romo uh in his maneuverability behind the line of scrimmage and he can make most throws he had some decision making problems also a little bit like tony romo but again playing at usc he's probably the only player even worth mentioning on that roster i mean Watching would you his, also watching his you also, is like watching ice skates? But
1: yeah, would you also say decision making sometimes questionable that Eli has had in his career? Absolutely, I wouldn't say yeah.
0: it's a, it's not necessarily the same. Whereas Eli Manning will be somebody who will throw sometimes it's decision making, but a, a lot of times that he gets criticized for, people don't watch the team. He will Great. throw into double coverage because he thinks his guy can make a play. Yes, it's, it's not necessarily a bad decision. It's He's trying to make something happen because that's the way the game is pacing it. A play needs to happen for something to move. Uh, yes. And he is the guy who doesn't mind getting the criticism in interviews. He doesn't mind the stats where he has 20-plus interceptions. He doesn't care. He wants to win games, and he's won two Super Bowls that way. Um, gotcha. With Sam Darnold, I'm not convinced that's really what it is. I think it's a little bit of I, – I honestly think a lot of it had to do with the pressure on his face all the time. But – it's going to take some correcting. Josh Rosen, on the other hand, is much more sound in every way, but he has serious, serious durability concerns. And, and I don't mean that in a slight to him. I just mean at this level, having already had two concussions and a shoulder surgery, investing something like that into a guy, a whole future of a team into a guy like that who may not have a future in the NFL because of injuries is a serious, serious risk. Those guys are my top two. After that, it's really bizarre. I, I would say Baker Mayfield is probably after that. He, he needs some a lot of work in you know, reading defenses, and he, he had the best team of these quarterbacks around him in college, so he was able to mask a lot of his deficiencies that way. But he is, by all accounts, a baller. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are two guys who have the tools to make something happen but are going to need a lot of work. Um, I would say that Davis Webb is probably among them. Um obviously those are two totally different kinds of quarterbacks with like Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Uh Davis Webb, in my opinion, if he were to come out in this draft, should probably be more in consideration of the top of round two.
1: So what is it what is the difference between mid third round and top of the second round over a one year span? What 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 how did his stock rise?
0: Well, okay, opinion. so for me, it's because of His ability, I I do think that he's learned a lot in the year being around Eli Manning, being around NFL coaching instead of being in the Cal offense of guys are just running wide open all over the place. I mean that really wasn't the case for him, but that's the way that system is designed. Um, I think he's learned a lot about reading defenses, and that puts him ahead of some of these guys coming out of college now. Like I don't think Baker Mayfield is very good at that. I don't think I know for a fact Lamar Jackson is not like that yet. I think he could be. We all know Josh Allen is not that. We've we've all seen clips of him in, with inability of reading simple blitzes and hot routes and things like that. So he's closer in my opinion based on that to the Josh Rose and Sam Darnold in that way. But he does not have their technique and physical skill set um, from what I know seeing video from a year ago.
1: Okay. So he would be in your conversation for – which might be probably segueing into our next part of this discussion, you know. Would would he be in the conversation for someone that they would draft? Let's say they traded down. They're obviously not gonna take, you know, Davis Webb, the number two pick in the draft. Maybe let's say we traded down with like Buffalo or something and got like a late first round, early second round pick.
0: Right. So Would he, uh, would, he, would, he would
1: he be in their plans?
0: I would say that twenty two which is Buffalo's second first round pick would be A very early spot for him the Giants 34th pick in round two would be an acceptable spot for him because I think when you look at it they're going to probably try and compare him to Mason Rudolph from Oklahoma State um and that would be around the area where I think Rudolph would be considered so yeah
1: so to kind of bring this back to front for me then is if they're looking for a quarterback if, if they decided that Davis Webb is not their guy Hmm. And they think that one of the guys, those top five guys, or someone they want to invest in the future. They are taking the quarterback, no questions asked.
0: So you think the, at the at picking at two, they're picking a quarterback? <sighs> I mean, that's that's really the question. It's it's not yeah. necessarily anything I else. Think is, that, it, is it going to be Rosen, Darnold, Barkley, Chubb, Nelson? That's really the question.
1: Yeah, I think. I think they are not going to draft a quarterback because I think they've made the decision that they can get a quarterback in two years from now or next year. I think – again, I think the plan for Eli is he is our quarterback for the next two years. Yep. So there's no point when there's so many other holes on this team to draft that quarterback of the future who may not sniff the field until 2020. OK, so
0: then I mean, here's, here's- – yes.
1: Go ahead. Yes, there are there are exceptions to that rule, and it has worked out in cases of guys like Aaron Rodgers or something. But I think there's a better use of getting assets than getting someone who, you know, isn't Andrew Luck, who isn't that surefire, guaranteed guy, and stashing him.
0: All right, uh, a couple things. The first yes. is uh, I know you brought Aaron Rodgers in there as an example, and that's that's totally fine. I get it. I just want to take. A lot was made of Dave Gettleman's, or it was either Gettleman or John Mara's, uh, quote that they he's always admired the way the Green Bay Packers handled the transition from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Let's be serious about this. Aaron Rodgers was drafted when?
1: In the twenties. He fell. He yeah. fell quite a bit. He was the poster boy that year. Of, you know, he's now the you know the poster boy for guys sitting in rooms sweating. Camera showing every time he's not picked.
0: Yeah, um, so that is not at all relevant, and and that was by in that was in no way planned on Green Bay's part. That was a situation where they felt they just could not pass on a guy. They Correct. they had him on the board, but they were not expecting to have him fall that far, and they had to make a change in plans to to, to pick a guy. So that that quote is horseshit. It it doesn't yeah. mean anything. Um, I mean he right. may like the way that that happened but everybody does i mean that was just purely coincidental and you know who didn't like it was brett Favre, and we all know that
1: and we do know that eli manning has said something where i think it was towards the end of last year before like before the coaching staff got fired and everything he said some comment like i don't my job isn't to mentor my job is to win football games right i think that that was actually in the
0: beginning or maybe the middle when things
1: were off the rails that mean, doesn't mean he's going to be a dick and freeze out people like Brett Favre did. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's not forget that little piece of the story that they, they, and, you know, forgot to talk about. Yeah. But that that means that Eli Manning's job, and if Eli Manning is there, he's going to do whatever he can to win. Okay. And something through osmosis, <laughs> he will, you know, show quarterbacks the way. And you know, his relationship might be different with Davis Webb than it was with. You know, Ryan Nassip and guys like that we've drafted who were drafted with the thought of, I hope he never sees the field. I would agree with we're that. Not, we're not drafting. If we take a quarterback at number two, the goal is, I right, hopefully will never use this guy. The thought is, he is going to be our franchise quarterback at some point.
0: So I guess my question for you is you think they're not taking a quarterback. What happens if they can't trade down from two? Who do you pick?
1: I think they're taking Barkley. Okay. I thought for the longest time, I thought they were going to trade down if they can. I think – I still think if they can trade down, they will. If that trade doesn't happen to what they feel is market value, I think they're taking Barkley. Gettleman has made a lot of comments and, you know, everybody's blowing smoke up everybody's ass. But I I think he really sees this guy as a supreme talent, a a running back that might be able to kind of mass some of the deficiencies of the offensive line. Um. This ha- offensive line does a halfway decent job this year. You can have the potential of one of the, you know, three best wide receivers in the league and one of the three best running backs in the league, and that's very appealing. Takes a lot of pressure off everybody. Um, I think I think they're going to take Barkley, and I, I really haven't thought that way, and really until the last week.
0: Okay. Um. You know, I don't know how I feel. I think if they're I, – I agree with you on one hand, which is I think they don't want to take a quarterback. I think they are locking into Eli for at least one more year and they might deal with it next year, see how it goes. I, I, I'm struggling with what they do it too. If they can't trade down and they don't want a quarterback, I think I agree with you that it's Barkley. But I think for the most part, the increase in Saquon Barkley talks I think is pressure on Cleveland. I think they want Cleveland to think they need to take Barkley with number one overall and they either A, want their pick of quarterbacks or B, want their pick to be traded for any team that wants their pick of quarterbacks. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I think... The the, the most currency and the most value of your draft picks is to pick any quarterback you want, whether you want him or not. Yes. Because somebody else out there loves him.
0: So I think... I think the increase in Saquon Barkley talks is smoke. And I think it's smoke to add value to their thing. I do think they like him and I think if they can't trade, yeah, they're I, I can't imagine them taking Quentin Nelson even though he's amazing. Um and I really can't imagine them taking Chubb either. But yeah, I, I would I would say I think it's really a trade out scenario for them, but push comes to shove, it's Barkley. If they're, if, if
1: they're on the clock and they can't get that trade made. Let me ask you something. Would you be shocked if we have 15 minutes to make the pick or 10 minutes, wherever that first round is, if we only use like three minutes and all of a sudden you all of a sudden see our representative coming up there with the uh, the envelope or you think we'll take the full amount of time to still get a trade Nothing done? would
0: shock me. I don't know if it would shock me if it took us 30 seconds. I don't think it would shock me if it took us 14 minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I really – They've done such a good job of keeping it under under you know lock and key. Nothing nothing would shock me at all. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the real question is, their trading partners are likely Denver at five or Buffalo at twelve and twenty two. So when you fall down to five, what do you think then?
1: Well, I was going to say, do you think the Jets are desperate enough to swap a trick with the Giants? Do you think they've locked into a guy who they, you know, they gotta get him. You know they are in love with Rosen, and I if think, Cle- and if Cleveland does take Barkley, and he's out there,
0: no, I don't think so. I think they're prepared to take Baker Mayfield at three, and if they are able to get Josh so Rosen,
1: then then they'll get him. That's right. Do I you think, think you, you think Baker Mayfield's their number one two? Number two guy on their board.
0: I, I think, yeah, I think he's the number two guy on their board. Um, Well, I think he's the guy that they're prepared to take in the event that it goes Rosen-Darnold or Donald Rosen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're happy with taking Baker Mayfield. I think, you know, if, if Cleveland gets pressured into taking Saquon Barkley, then they're just even happier to have their choice of either Rosen and... Mayfield or Darnold and Mayfield. Does that make sense? I think they're I think yes. they're prepared to take Baker Mayfield. Everything else is a bonus.
1: Yeah. I I think you're right too. And it's a very Jetsy uh pick also. So let me let me answer your question then. So you said if we fell to if we traded down to seven. Five. Five? Yeah. I think we take Chubb.
0: Okay. I think, I think, I think, I think we're know, targeting Nelson at that point, personally.
1: You think so? Okay. I personally about this is what we think is going to happen what we would do yes, I would go for Nelson personally, yeah I think that the key to this whole team is offensive line yeah. offensive line offensive line, offensive line because without an offensive line, you can have thirteen Odell Beckhams lined up, and you can have you know thirteen Barclays at running back, and you can have o j Simpson back there. It doesn't matter, we've seen it. Time and time again in the NFL, without an offensive line, it's all moot. And I really think that um, if we drop down to five, I think we will keep building this offensive line. You know, they already started in free agency, and that's where they will, you know, put their resources in. Yeah,
0: I, I'm. For me, it's Nelson. I understand the Chubb thing. I just I don't know how much of an impact he's really going to make overall. So it's either going to be Nelson. Or Derwin James, um, he's a guy who's really risen on my my board. I know you love him so much because he's a seminal.
1: He's a punk. Yeah, <laughs> he I mean, is. I mean, yeah. I, I
0: really want you to imagine a defense with him and Landon Collins back there. It's it, it really would be a lot like having a Legion of Boom back there.
1: Sure, and, and don't let's not forget Janoris Jenkins, and if uh, absolutely you know a, a rejuvenated Eli Apple, all of a sudden that's quite a little rotation. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and when you think back to the way Carolina's defense was in their Super Bowl run under Gettleman, they they had quite the defensive backfield. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I I could certainly see that one. I mean, for me, that would be tempting. I don't know what they're thinking, and I think a lot of people listening to this would probably think I'm nuts. But yeah, those they are do. The, any, they do anyway. So, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> hey, listen, I've heard enough of it today. I've been slammed all over the place. <laughs> Um, what about if you fell to 12 for Buffalo? Do
1: you think any of the quarterbacks that they really like would still be down there at 12? I've seen mock drafts where Josh
0: Rosen fell that far. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think if Rosen starts falling towards 10, somebody trades up and gets him. But uh, no, uh, I don't think they care about Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson or Baker Mayfield. Personally, I don't think they do.
1: Well, Let's talk about Lamar Jackson for a second. Okay. Uh, are you in the camp of, well, just because Deshaun Watson was exciting, that doesn't mean every mobile running quarterback with a gun is, you know, going to be the next guy, or are you kind of tempted by the potential of what he could do?
0: Oh, I, I, I think for sure he's more than Deshaun Watson can do, physically speaking. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think in the right offense with a team that has patience, he will be outstanding. Um, the 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 jump in what he was able to do between the last 2 years as as far as being a pocket passer on a garbage team let yes awful um it's astounding and it it tells me that he takes to coaching very well he wants to get better um i think that he can be more than Deshaun Watson um so i i think he's a legitimate quarterback prospect what i think also is Gettleman's just a no-nonsense guy, and that's a lot of coaching for somebody. It's a lot of putting eggs in a basket. I don't think this team is in the position to do that, um, especially when you're already picking at two. I think he's just sort of written off. I mean, he would oh, have no, to fall we're, to the pick talking, a, yeah,
1: I know, We're not I, talking about drafting with two. No, I know, I know, but I'm,
0: I'm saying he would probably have to fall to 34, their second-round pick, for them to really, really consider it,
1: in, okay, my, so opinion, we, in my opinion. So we're so if we drop down to Buffalo's pick, you would pass on him.
0: I would pass on him still. I think at that okay. point you've obtained picks, to make your roster better.
1: Okay, so Not. who would you go
0: with? I think Mike McGlinchey's on the board for me. Uh, a guy who played left tackle, one of the best in the in the NCAA last year, next to Quentin Nelson. Uh, a lot of people who watch this tape think that he's a right tackle, and they're kind of using that against him. Uh, but It seems he, like it fit right in for what we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. We don't have a right tackle, so that's fine. And yeah. if if he spends two years at right tackle and then you think he's ready to move the left tackle as Nate Solder gets older, that's perfectly fine. If he's stuck there at right tackle and you have the best right tackle in the league, that's also awesome. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So I, I, for me, Mike McGlinchey is number one on who I'm looking for at 12, or Minka Fitzpatrick. Again, the same kind of thing with Derwin James.
1: You've been talking about... Uh... McClinton for a long time. I remember you discussing him last year. I think right after – right even before the season started, I think you were like, this is one of the guys I'm going to be focusing on this year. So McClinchy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean if
0: he were to have come out last year, he would have been the number one left tackle taken off the board because he's better than Garrett Bowles and Ryan Ramczyk and all those guys that came out. He was the number one left tackle even then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but he wanted to stay and improve his game because he was moving from right tackle to left tackle and wasn't perfect. So – um he didn't improve his game too much, but it, I, you know, clear hey, listen, best left tackle in my opinion.
1: He's also, you say he's, he's cross-trained, so you can have him play left tackle or right tackle because guess what? Guys get hurt in the NFL. He might have to slide over to left tackle if necessary. I mean, Nate Soldier gets hurt for, he's out for three, four weeks. We're back in the same position we were. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, the Eric Flowers experiment, I think you're we kind of really stuck with him at this point. Yeah. You know, I think you made it – you had a really good tweet a couple days ago when you said – "You know, somebody said something about why don't we trade him to bolster some depth for another team. It's like, well, why don't we just keep him for ourselves for depth?
0: Well, yeah. I mean what are you going to trade for? What are you going to get yeah. in return? Not as much. I mean if you get something that you use for a draft pick for depth that he's going to be inexperienced or I, – I mean let's be serious. There's no trade value to him. You might as well use him for what you got. Is there anybody yeah. at twelve that you're really thinking about? Maybe Roquan Smith. I'm not really sure where you lean.
1: No, I mean, I, I kind of like where you're going to the same type of you know offensive line slash secondary type of guy. So I, I we also could slide down even further too and just keep accumulating draft picks. Absolutely. I mean, if, Gettleman, yeah. if Gettleman thinks I mean, he might pull a uh, Bill Belichick, and you might you might see a slide two or three times, you just get a mask, you know, a, a boatload of draft picks for this year and next year.
0: Could be. That would be it. Would be and a I, first for him for sure.
1: I, I definitely think that this is what Giant fans are used to seeing. I think those rules are not going to apply. Yeah. You know, on Thursday night.
0: All right, man. Gun to your head. Who's who's being drafted? Thursday night.
1: What do I think they're? This goes back to what I think they're going to do.
0: Yep. I, I want you to make a prediction.
1: They are not going to get the trade they want. They are going to draft Barkley.
0: Okay. I am going to say they're not going to get the trade they want. They're drafting Sam Darnold.
1: This Mm, is how I see it happening. Doesn't mean I'm happy about it, but... but, Well, here's the thing. I actually thought about this over the weekend, too, of like, how happy would I be with this? Am I rooting for a pick? Am I going to be pissed off? Oh, true, yeah. the, the, The answer is I really... I feel there are so many needs for this team, short term and long term, that I will not really be pissed off by anything. Oh, I'll be pissed off if it's Josh Allen. I'll be pissed off if they draft Irwin James because I'm just a selfish prick and I don't <laughs> like those guys. But no, um, you're saying you'd be pissed off if, if they drafted Josh Allen?
0: Yeah, well, he's terrible.
1: Um, but you know something? If, if if there is something that they see and they really like, though. Well, I mean, I'll defer to them. I'm not a fucking
0: expert. Yeah. I'll be the first right. one to tell you that. So, right, but right. I will. My initial reaction will be very negative.
1: <laughs> that's fine. I mean, that, that's <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, but I also think that if they do take a quarterback, that the whole Eli thing was a smokescreen. And I, you know, yeah. Then maybe we don't see Eli in 2019. What is the cap hit if we cut him after next year?
0: The the dead cap for Eli in 2019 is six million dollars, which is not that much. This year it's 17. Yeah,
1: so and there you go. That's that's why you ride or die with Eli this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I absolutely.
1: That's that that's your answer. It's nothing about sentimentality, nothing about what they think he has in the tank. I mean, you bought him, (laughs) you got him. (laughs) So
0: yeah. (laughs) Alright, so gun to your head, you think it's Barkley?
1: I think gun in my head, I think the way it's gonna play out is I think it's gonna be Barkley. I don't think Cleveland I don't think Cleveland's gonna fall into that trap of being suckered into drafting him. I think they're gonna take a quarterback. I think I think it's gonna be um Darno.
0: Alright. I think it's gonna be Darnold. Um I'm not really sure that Barkley is picked first or Rosen or whoever. I just that's just what my gut tells me right now. Everything could change literally Wednesday night. So be sure to tune in. We'll I'll give you an update on Twitter. I don't know if we'll have time to do a whole broadcast about it, but I will absolutely post a quick little video on Twitter and my reaction as things go on. So be sure to follow me at, at football underscore grump. Be sure to follow the cranky fan at, at the cranky fan and uh, the podcast at JustGiantsPod where you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud.
1: Yeah, I will actually be in the air during the draft from uh, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. So hopefully Delta's Wi-Fi is working. So you will be hearing me live tweet as much as I can. Uh, We're going to try to do a late night uh, quick pod. You know, whenever I get back to my apartment back in New York or whatever time that is, through just initial reaction. You know, to the pick, and obviously next week we will do a much bigger one discussing all the other picks for the rest of the weekend so yeah so be sure to follow us yeah you have nothing else to do it's not like you've been following draft coverage for the last six months
0: i actually what, what am- i am taking a vacation next week after all the fucking work put into this podcast for the last couple months i am off all week and uh yeah so you're not kidding around
1: you know it'd be fun <laughs> if a sponsor actually paid for the hard work and the vacation that the uh, the grump is so deservedly needed I'm uh
0: I've currently finished a Yingling and um I could use another. So Yingling, <laughs> if you're listening,
1: and we <laughs> could start
0: w- we could start with free Yinglings.
1: Hey, America's oldest brewery. <laughs> yeah, how about that? All right.
0: All right everyone, let's go
1: Giants. Go Giants.